Welcome to Rivers in the Desert International, a revival ministry dedicated to bringing the living waters of God's love to a hurting and dying world. It is our desire as you listen to the following message that the Holy Spirit will fill you afresh and that you would be ignited into a fervency for Jesus. This is the day to be filled with the knowledge of His glory as the waters cover the sea. God is doing something new on planet Earth today, and you and I have the great privilege to be a part of it. We love you. Be blessed. Shalom, friends. This is Scott Holtz with an audio podcast during the second week of the Hamas war that has broken out here in the Middle East. Let me just give you an update. Let me give you some current uh, events and then give you guys some ideas how you can help. <clears throat> What's happening here is something we've been talking about for years and years is, is the global jihad, the war against terror. And I want you to know that here in Israel, the uh, there's two types of or three types of different Arab subcultures. There's the subculture of the Bedouin, who are some are pro-Israel, some are not. And then there's the Israeli Arabs, who many of them live and work here and take their children go to school here, and and they're somewhat pro-Israel. Uh, and they're not interested in being Palestinians, so to speak. And then you have the Palestinians. And among the Palestinians, uh, you have a movement that has come up that's Iranian-backed over the last several years, which is Hamas. And Hamas has basically taken over parts of the Gaza Strip with Iranian help. Uh, During the disengagement, Iran flooded in with their military advisors and Hezbollah advisors and began to build an underground city of tunnels, of fire command centers, command posts, living quarters, uh, weapons storehouses. Uh, and one wonders, well, how could this happen in the Gaza Strip? And the reason why is because when Israel pulled out, they opened up that fluid border and relied on either the United Nations or, for the most part, Egypt, Egypt to secure that border. And, of course, Egypt has not done that. So now you have thousands of rockets that have been stockpiled in this underground city. And Hamas has been indiscriminately shooting rockets at our population centers. Most of it's against schools, against innocent suburban uh, apartment areas. Uh, Very few have hit military sites, okay? And the purpose behind that is terror. Now, we know terror is straight from the pit of hell. I don't care how religious these people may seem and how much innocent suffering they may show on the networks. They use human shields. They use the mosque and the schools, daycare centers, innocent populations for as their human shield. And they can care less how many people are killed. All they care about is surviving this war and proclaiming themselves to be victorious as it was in the Lebanon War, the second Lebanon War with Hezbollah. So let me just say what happened. I was on my way out on a Saturday morning uh, to hang out with a, uh, some really courageous young soldiers, so to speak, in these different units. And on my way up toward Moda'in, toward Jerusalem, was the most glorious sunrise I've ever seen. Just brilliant. I mean, the fire, it was just brilliant. The, the sky was like lava. And I was like stunned by it. And I opened up my iPhone and I saw right there at that moment in my Bible program, our God, Hebrew Shepherd 12, is a consuming fire. And I had the sense that something was about to happen. I, couldn't, I didn't know what 
You know, we prophesy in part, we know in part. But uh, we've been having these stirrings about uh, working with the military, helping these special forces, helping against terrorism, because you could feel something was building here. Well, when I saw that sunrise, okay, knowing the scriptures that the heavens declare the glory of God, and then seeing the confirming word in my iPod in that same moment that our God's consuming fire, that he was going to shake everything that could be shaken, I knew something was about to erupt. And later that day, I was in Kadera. Uh, later that morning, and I turned to one of the young guys. I said, hey, you know, uh, I don't hear any sound of Kassams here. And he said to me, you know, kind of like abruptly, well, there's no Kassams here. That's all farther south. But I knew Kassams were falling. And sure enough, a few days later, Gadara, for the first time, came under the reign of Kassams from the serial killers in Gaza Strip. And people have been sending me emails. People have been, you know, short messaging me. Scott, what's going on? Give us info. Well, I can't, okay, because of, first of all, my word. I was told by senior commanders certain things that are going on with these special forces and because I'm working with them, okay, and I give him my word. I'll not say anything, okay, so a faithful man who can find. I'm going to be faithful. Second, loose lips sink ships, okay, so I can't, I'm not going to give out much information via the web, via emails, via video, or via this audio uh, podcast right now, just because of the security situation here. Loose lips sink ships, okay? Please understand that. And third, I want you guys to understand that maybe all your flurry of activity of wanting to know the gory details of what's going on and what's happening could be because you're information-driven. There is a lust built into your mind, okay, an attention deficit, okay, that you've got to have this information coming at you and fast-paced, okay, because of what our society is built on digitally and with communication and media the way it is today, okay? And you're just going to have to bridle back and start hearing from God, okay? Hear from God what he's saying about what's going on, and I can't give uh, uh, certain information Okay, that can jeopardize a mission, jeopardize an operation, jeopardize a unit of men that are very courageous going into these areas. Okay, so before this sunrise happened, before the war broke out, okay, and before we began to bomb these centers of terror in, in the Hamas area of the Gaza Strip, um, we're working with a unit that's already going in the Gaza Strip before war ever broke out. They're already going in, preparing the way, and coming out. And so they came out a few days before this bombardment and told me, we've been told we to say goodbye to our wives and our kids, and et cetera, and we're going to be gone for a month. And uh, we need some help. We can't requisition. Um, it's very, very cold and rainy right now in that area of the Gaza Strip, and we don't have the time to get the information we need. This is what we need. We need the different flashlights, different... Uh, luminary accessories for going into the tunnels, et cetera, et cetera. We need uh, certain uh, sports gear to wear as a second skin under our uniforms to remove perspiration to keep us warm. And uh, in these varying uh, climates that we're going in and out of and temperature zones in the morning from the tunnels and the daytime during when it's warm. And so I sent out an email to you guys. And if you really want to follow up what's happening, you know, of course, get on our website and look at the new ticker tape I put up. We put up a ticker tape that gives you kind of like the news behind the news, what's going on, how you guys can dial in and pray into what's going on here, okay? But 
So we rushed and, and able to get some excellent uh, endurance type uh, clothing and underwear and, and accessories and flashlights and whatever, all that was needed for these units that are going in before the main bulk of the army went in, okay? And I want to share with you guys that this are the people you're sponsoring. These are the people we're working with. This is the tip of the spear, okay? This is the elite of the elite that come from different branches of the, of the military, and they're fearless. They're like David's mighty warriors. They have their faces like a lion, and they're going in and taking care of business. And God has caused us to enter into a deep relationship and friendship with these people. We love them. We host them here at our house all the time, and uh, we're like family, okay? And so I just want you guys to know as partners of Rivers in the Desert, okay, whether you've given $5 monthly credit card or you're giving $1,000, some gave 4000 recently, it's going straight in to helping this tip of the spear units, okay? And these are the guys that are going out there and doing the work, glory to God, that is not being publicized. Now, that's all about being what's being publicized. Uh, you want to find out news, what's going on, that's privy to everybody. Let me just tell you, there's three news sources you can look at here in Israel that are, that are uh, accurately communicating what the government and the army is telling is happening, okay? Number one, there's the Jerusalem Post. It's very right-wing, and uh, it's very up-to-date what's going on. This, if you want to go to the left, see what the left side is saying, haaretz.com in English can give you information. And then if you want to find out more military and tactical information, you can go to depka.com, okay? Those three sources are very much parallel to what's happening on Israeli TV right now and what they're showing us, Channel 10 or Channel 22, and what's going on in this war right now, okay? And also, just to encourage you that we do have other news outlets on our cable. We have Saudi TV, we have Syrian, we have Egyptian and it's kind of interesting to, to watch them every once in a while to see all their propaganda and how they're inflaming the masses against us. And then we have Fox News from America. And I've noticed that Fox News has been accurate and very timely with what's coming out of the Israeli government and military, okay? So if you guys are in the States or Canada or worldwide and you're watching Fox News, what's happening here, it's pretty much update what's going on. If you want to find out a little bit more information, you can go to DEPCA or Jerusalem Post, whatever, okay? So that can help uh, satisfy some of your information curiosity of what's going on. Um, again, I don't know what other ministries are saying is going on. Maybe they have sons and daughters. Maybe they have friends that are doing certain things. But I know that the unit that we're working with is a very black ops, special type units that they don't talk, okay? And their wives don't know what's going on, okay? So... Uh, because we're working with them, I can't tell you what's going on. Just know that your hard-earned seed is being planted into the most incredible, rich soil. It's the tip of the ear, tip of this, tip of the ear. <laughs> it's the tip of the spear, okay? This unit and what's happening, and they're going in to take care of business and bring justice to these terrorists and these serial killers. Folks, you have to understand they are serial killers, Okay. It's not like Jack the Ripper or these different stories of serial killers in, a, in American history or English history. We're talking about, we're not even talking about people, you know, Columbine massacre. We're talking about people beyond that scale of bloodshed and violence, okay? And that's what Hamas means. It means violence. 
There is violence in those gates. There is violence in these people. They're using a whole population of almost a million people held hostage, okay? Women and children are being planted as human shields in areas where the rockets are being stored. They're being killed in collateral damage. And these is the work of serial killers, okay? And this serial killer, its strength is in coming out of Iran, the prince of Persia right now. And that's what we need to target our prayers at, okay? Um, there's a couple more things I want to share with you. It says here in Psalm 72, it's a psalm of uh, Solomon. And he's talking here that it says it's powerful. It says that he will rescue their life from oppression and violence. And their blood will be precious in his sight. Now, it's interesting here in verse 14 that the word violence here is Hamas, Okay? This is a spinoff of the Hamas organization. They use this terminology in Arabic, okay, to describe that they're here to destroy us off the, off the planet and Christians, okay? And it says Solomon's prophesying that this person, this righteous person, will rescue these people's lives from Hamas, okay, violence, these serial terrorist killers, and their blood will be precious in his sight. So may he live and may the gold of Sheba be given to him. This is a great promise for prosperity and for supplies that you can give. Hallelujah. That those of you that have compassion on this innocent blood, that have compassion under those under this violence of Hamas terrorism, it says the gold of Sheba will be given to us. Hallelujah. Isn't that powerful? So I encourage you. This is where the eyes of the Lord are right now. We need to pray for a move of the Spirit to land upon this region. I was, I was uh, on an airplane uh, about a year ago and sitting up in business class, had an upgrade, and uh, sat next to me was this very wealthy uh, Israeli businessman who was going. He has corporations worldwide. He was flying to visit. And we got talking on the, in the business class there, and, and he began to ask me why we were here, why my children moved here, what's going on. And then he started going to a very naked. Listen, I had a son die in war. I had an uncle die in war. I had a brother who died in war. He says, it doesn't matter if you're here to, you know, help. You know, you need to get out of this country. I tell you, the Arabs are multiplying like rabbits. There's a population explosion happening. There is no answers. And he's just going on, on, on. And I finally stopped him and said, sir, I have a solution. He looked at me like, what do you have? What solution? And I said, the best thing that could happen is for the Israeli people, and especially the government, is to put, pour hundreds of millions of dollars for Christian missionaries to learn Arabic and to come and flood Judea, Samaria, Galilee, the nations around us with Arabic-speaking Christian missionaries because when Muslims get born again, they become not just moderate, they become many of them pro-Israel and they love Israel. And he looked at me stunned and said, young man, that is the best solution I've ever heard from the Middle East ever. And I just smiled because I know that's what God wants to do. He wants to flood this region with the good news of his son. Hallelujah. And there's wars and there's rumors of wars. And we've seen the false prophetic. And we've seen the false apostles in 2008. And we've seen um, all types of uh, lawlessness and rebellion. And in its midst, it's time for us to lift up our head. A redemption draws nigh. Hallelujah draws nigh and it's time now for us to proclaim the gospel especially into arabic countries especially into the arab population centers hallelujah especially glory to god hallelujah but can you imagine 
is, uh, listen, I know the testimonies, and I know the things that are happening here in the Middle East, so do, please don't email me and send me, oh, did you see this testimony about this guy on Christian TV and this Muslim and whatever? That's fine, former Muslim. That's fine. I know, the, I know what's going on here, but I'm trying to say to you, can you imagine this bulk of these Muslims getting born again and becoming on fire for God and loving Israel, how that would provoke Jewish people to jealousy like never before. Hallelujah. So that's happening. That's building steam here. We need more of that, okay? But in terms of comforting his people, we have a mandate in Isaiah chapter 40. Comfort you, comfort you, my people. Tell them that their warfare is ended. Well, how do you comfort God's people? First of all, that their sins are forgiven through the shed blood, hallelujah, of the Messiah. Yeshua. And second is by the time their warfare is ended. Because when you get born from above and you understand greater is he who is in us than he who is in his world, and you can take on the final enemy. Now what's the final enemy? The final enemy Satan has is the fear of death. Hebrews chapter 2. If we can take on this fear or terror of death, glory to God, we can provide people not just relief from sin and being an eternal destiny, but also relief from slavery that's going on, the fear of death. Hallelujah. And that's what your hard-earned seed is going into. We're blowing the shofar. We are combining um, the supernatural counterterrorism anointing with the security forces on the ground. We're blending in. We're dovetailing with them, and we're seeing signs and wonders. They're seeing signs and wonders. God is being glorified. The fishing is awesome here. Hallelujah. So anyway, here's a quick podcast uh, over our house. There's just, there's, we're not far from an Air Force base, and uh, it's thundering all night long, the F-16s, F-15s, uh, uh, other uh, Israeli aircraft, our support aircraft flying, and in just a couple minutes, they're over the airspace of Gaza Strip and taking out these tunnels and infrastructure of terror, okay? So we're here. Um, people ask, well, how is it? Is it are you afraid there? Um, we're not afraid, but I will say most Israelis I've talked to the last two weeks are very optimistic and are very happy. They say in a lower tone of voice, the time has come, push them into the ocean, take care of it once and for all. So there's some, some uh, sober joy, I should put it, that finally our government is doing something about this rain of rockets that's going on. I know there's a lot of disinformation going on out there in the media disinformation. I know there's riots. I know there's the Muslims are, are, are taking off. You know, now today we had rockets come from uh, the north, landed on Nahariya. Folks, what's Nahariya? Coastal city on the northern Israel. What is Nahariya? That's not far from Lebanon. Nahariya in Hebrew is the river of God. The river of God received two missile strikes today. Iran is trying to open up a second front in the north. Okay, so Wars, rumors of wars, it's happening. But most of the Israeli populace I know are saying, let's take care of it. Now we have what we need, okay? They've struck first. They've tried to bloody our nose first. Now let's go and take off the head of Goliath. And this is the climate that we're in. We need your prayers. Continue to send the funds as we help support these units. And folks, we need you guys to really consider how you can help in a long-term goal of purchasing this land building this facility, and having an operational base. Hallelujah. For those pastors and leaders that have come to visit us and see what's happening, they see the potential, okay? So I'm just letting you guys know that, you know, the final theater of apocalyptic grand finale of the scriptures is here in the Middle East. Turn your eyes this direction. Hallelujah. The nations have received the gospel throughout the Western world. Now things are heading this direction. And this is the time. Hallelujah. 
to make disciples. The fishing is awesome. We're catching them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God is being glorified. So continue to send those, those funds. Continue to partner with us. And we'll keep you updated. I can't tell you all the exciting exact details of what's going on in these operations. But I can tell you it's all good. Hallelujah. And continue to keep your faith strong. Get up early in the morning. Stay intoxicated in his love. Stay stay your mind renewed in his word. Hallelujah. Keep winning souls. Keep discipling people. Glory to God. And keep pouring yourself out. If you, we all have been partakers of Israel's spiritual blessing, let's take care of them materially and financially. And this is that hour to comfort them. Hallelujah. Talk to you guys real soon. Shalom. International, listening to our message today to you. Perhaps you have a friend, perhaps yourself are sitting there and wondering, where would I go if I died today? We'd like to give you a great privilege of praying with us and leading you to a knowledge of Jesus the Messiah. The Bible says if any man or woman would call upon the name of Jesus, they would be saved. The Greek word for saved is healed, delivered. It's a wonderful promise. You're there now in your automobile, perhaps at home listening. Go ahead and pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Father, I ask you in the name of Jesus to forgive me of my sins. The Bible says, if anybody would call upon your name, they would be saved. I'm calling today, Lord. Save me. Forgive me. Cleanse me. Take all of my sins and cast them into the sea of forgetfulness. Father, I'm coming running home to you now. In your name I pray, amen. If you'd like to contact us in our ministry, you may do so by writing us at Rivers in the Desert, P.O. Box 2788 in Alpharetta, Georgia, 30023 in the United States of America. Our ministry phone number is 770-777-0143. Of course, you can reach us anytime, 24-7, at our website contact page at www.flashfloods.com. Looking forward to hearing from you. We are here to help equip you to be tactical warriors in this hour. 
to wake up his church, to win and disciple lost souls, and to take out terrorism of all forms. God bless you. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Shalom, shalom. Shalom.